0: people. How are you? It is Maya Aaliyah and we are back with another episode of Closeted Conversations. This is episode six and I cannot even believe we are six episodes in at this point. It it just blows my mind. It's absolutely crazy to me that we are six episodes in and have been on schedule thus far. I'm super excited for that. And Transparent Moment, these episodes when it's just me are so hard because it's hard to have a conversation with yourself, I think. And I think this is the hardest episode to date because I don't know what I'm talking about today not not really. I think I have an idea when I was thinking about today's episode because it was stressing me all the way out in the best possible way. There were a few things that that came to mind, but the two. The two major ones were boundaries and closure. I don't know if it's because I suck at both. I suck at boundaries. I suck at closure. Maybe I need to work through, talk through this to work through this for my own benefit. I think that's what we're gonna talk about today boundaries and closure I don't know how it's going to work but yeah boundaries especially it is so important to have healthy boundaries and I think it's important we know boundaries are not universal boundaries are person specific and situational And I think that is where I mess up a lot of times is I either have absolutely no boundaries for people or I just completely shut people out and set up this brick wall with barbed wire and an electric fence surrounding everything. So there's no there's no real in between. You either have like all access or no access. And now I'm realizing that boundaries are a good thing. Having parameters in place to protect your peace and your mental and emotional health is a good thing. It's a very essential thing to have. I think by having boundaries, you are able to build healthy relationships. I'm starting to do little things in a place to create boundaries. But what I'm finding is that I get really, really upset when when I establish a boundary and people try to work around it like that. I don't know. I'm human, so that annoys me, and I get really, really offended, and I have to take a step back and give grace, give grace to myself and to whomever it is that I am trying to establish that boundary with, because I haven't really set boundaries before, so it's a learning process for for them and it's a learning process for me and with setting boundaries comes communication which believe it or not is not is not my strongest suit it's not my I'm not the best at it but I'm trying at least at least I'm not the best at communication when it comes to voicing things that I need or want from a person I can be a conversationalist, but talking about emotion, my emotions at least, that that doesn't come easy. I just looked up the definition of personal boundaries and it says personal boundaries are the limits we set for ourselves within relationships. A person with healthy boundaries can say no to others when they want to, but they are also comfortable opening themselves up to intimacy and close relationships. And after reading that definition, I completely understand why I'm not good at boundaries, because I'm full of contradictions, and as much as I don't care about People liking me, or I care about the people that I care about, the people that I like liking me. And because of that, I think I am a circumstantial or situational people pleaser. If you're one of the people that I allow or welcome into my life in any type of capacity, it is extremely hard for me to tell those people no. It ex- It is extremely hard for me to not be able to do whatever it is that they need or want me to do. So I just, I usually just say yeah, unless I just... There's no way around it. I usually always try to find a way to say yes. But also the second half of that definition when it says also being comfortable opening ourselves up to intimacy and close relationships, that is where I struggle so, 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 so very much because... It's really difficult for me to open myself up for close relationships in in intimacy because there's a lot of vulnerability and trust and and risk involved in in building those close, intimate relationships and I'm just not I'm not just talking romantically. I'm talking in all types of relationships, friendships, mentorships, business relationships, like in all of the ways. And I think we find ourselves, the reason why we find, some of us find ourselves in these toxic relationships and friendships and in these codependent relationships and friendships is because we don't have boundaries. I think it's more so not that we don't have boundaries is that we don't want to enforce those boundaries because we don't want to lose whomever or whatever it is that we are gaining or holding on to by not enforcing those boundaries or not communicating those boundaries in the first place. And, and it's not easy. There, there's been a situation where I have to have a conversation with someone that I care about because I feel like a line was crossed and not respected. Regardless of what that person's intention was, I have to remember and I have to believe that my feelings matter. And it's just a conversation. Like, in order for me to not have anxiety about it, I have to go in with a thought process that this person doesn't know. And I'm bringing it to their attention so that they can know and then giving the opportunity for them to correct it and i feel like a lot of times when especially for those of us who aren't who aren't successful at creating and maintaining boundaries we allow a lot of this frustration and this hurt and anger to build up inside of us and then when it's when we can't take it anymore and it's too much, and we finally explode, we have, we just go full force, and we're full of offense, and we just end whatever it is that has caused this, instead of giving that person the space, the time, and the opportunity to correct and change whatever behavior it was that upset us, and I'm learning to do that. I'm still trying to discern how much time and how many chances do you give that person. Because my, my struggle is I want to live a biblical lifestyle. I want to be in alignment with what God says and what the Bible says. And that's just for me. But then I am also very much a human and I very much have emotions and part of me is like somebody hurt me one time, like that's it, it's done, it's over. But then I go back to scripture and it says that we forgive 70 times 7 and it, that's a lot of times to forgive, but that I had to learn that that does not equate to you having to keep that person In your life and allowing them to keep hurting or disappointing or provoking or whatever it is. You don't, you can forgive from afar. You can love from afar. And I'm realizing how now I need to learn how many times or how much time does someone need. To for they get that I want love you from afar, I forgive you, but I forgive you from afar, because the the truth of the matter is, yes, there's enough for everyone to eat. Not everybody can eat from my table. You may be, you know, at the table across the across the room, and that's okay. You may be at a table in a different restaurant, and that's okay so it's just a matter of how much or how many and i think that is situational i think that it is circumstantial circumstantial and i think that it depends on how that person reacts which then goes into like closure and i'm the type of person that I always want to talk something like if something's ending, if a relationship is ending, if a friendship is ending, I would prefer to always talk about it and to learn to know what I did wrong. As messed up as that sounds, I always have the mentality that I did something wrong and that I made that That I made some, all the mistakes, right? And I'll never forget, I was talking to an an ex-situation. And we did not and do not belong together. And we knew it. We knew we were very toxic for each other. And I don't say that as a buzzword. I remember distinctly one time where I was really putting forth effort to change and make myself, not make myself, but work on myself to be a better person. And I reached out to them. I sent a Snapchat. And I was like, I just need to know for my own benefit what where did I go wrong what part did did I play in us being where we are and us being so hot and so cold and doing whatever it is that we're doing and and I was like I just I just want to work on myself and and be a better person for me and maybe that could have been where I went wrong in this conversation it also could have been where I went right because when they finally responded it was where is this coming from and then it was sometimes no response is a response and sometimes that no response is the closure. And when they said that, it absolutely, like, blew my mind. Not right in the instance. In the instance, I was very angry. Because it's like, how, like, why are you being so petty? But now I can, I can see where they were coming from. But it made me, it played a part in me recognizing that not every ending deserves or requires a conversation. And I've learned that, I've learned that the hard way because there's been instances where I wanted to end a friendship And have a conversation or attempt to have a conversation about it. And it goes completely left. Because as calm, cool, and collected as I try to be. As, you know, good. As I try to be as respectful. As I try to be as nice and kind as I try to be. I'm also a very blunt person with people that I feel like I can be blunt with cuz I also recognize that some people need you to be soft and gentle with them and that's just how they receive information and conversation but in my natural in my natural sense I I can be very blunt so there there's one situ one friendship in particular that I I had talked about ending with people that are very very wise and very very gracious and I was like I think I should just ghost this person I think I just I should just ghost her and like net let the friendship just naturally end because it was one of those situations where I I felt like, I felt like I was their friend, but they weren't really my friend. And I'll go, I'll go into what I mean by that in a second. But it was like, I think I should just ghost them because if I try to have a conversation, then it's not going to go right. And, you know, the people that advise me and guide me were like, well, is that the biblical thing to do? Is that... The respectful thing to do, like, maybe you should just have a conversation. And I was like, and then I go on to explain why I feel like ghosting would be the proper thing to do. And we um, we agreed that this particular situation, I should just ghost. I don't know what came over me. But I did the exact opposite of that, and I sent this long text message, and it was very respectful to me like i didn't even, it was very respectful i just long story short, I just said, I don't think that our friendship is healthy, I think that it's one sided, and I think that we should we should take a break in our friendship and As I thought, that person became extremely defensive and I took their defensiveness as disrespect. And one thing about me is, and this is where God is still working on me with, but I'm going to meet disrespect with disrespect. So if I feel disrespected by you, I am going to meet you in the same exact manner that you have met me with. So if you're going to get defensive with me, I'm going to get defensive. So we had this back and forth, and it was just, at the end of the day, it's not going to change anything. The relation, the friendship is still over. And again, they, she was not a bad person. It's just, it wasn't the right friendship at the time. Or just maybe not at all. I don't know. But that was an instance where, one, I should have followed my original plan in my gut and my intuition to just ghost. Because no response would have been a response and just let it naturally die out. But then there are situations where that do require a response and that do require a conversation and an example of that is with with my mother like as some of you know we are no contact or we've been no contact actually two weeks ago I called her I called her to tell her that we needed to have a conversation but I don't know about actually having that conversation but in that instance, that that does require a conversation and that does require possibly some closure because, not because that's my mother, even though that does play a a huge role, but because there is just so much to unpack and it's a lot of what, Our, our issues are a situation like that I feel like does require a conversation and I feel like for me at least it is it's easier for me to ghost the conversations that need to be had because those require a lot of emotional endurance and a lot of mental strength then it is for me to have a conversation that can be justifiably ghosted. And I looked up the, the definition of closure and it is, in this context, it is a feeling that an emotional or traumatic experience has been resolved. With that, when I read that, I get that closure is required is necessary for emotional and or traumatic events and i think the i think the word traumatic was used because it is different for everybody something that is traumatic for me may not be traumatic for someone else and something that is emotional for someone else may not be emotional for me and so there's even even though we know what closure in this context is now there's still no there's still no rubric of what is defined as traumatic or emotional because it is different for for everyone and that's the beauty in being human because we are we are all so different and we are all we all have different experiences if i feel like i come back to this a lot if we just take the time to have a conversation and to listen, to understand and to listen, to learn, you will actually learn something. And there's, there's a saying that says a fool learns from their own mistakes, but a wise person learns from the mistakes of others. And I, I take that I take that to heart so much, and I just, I listen to people, older or younger, I listen to them in conversation, and I listen to understand, not to response, because not everything garners a response, but... It may not even be to learn for ourselves, but it may be to learn so that we can help someone else because if you believe it or not, we are all connected in some way, shape, or form. There have been times where I have pulled on the memories or the lessons that I've received from my Bubba or my Medea or a teacher or professor I once had and shared that that knowledge or that lesson with someone that they may never meet and it be something that I didn't think that I needed but that wasn't for me that was for that other person and I just didn't know it yet so And I feel like boundaries and closure, I feel they go hand in hand. I feel like when you have healthy boundaries and you enforce those healthy boundaries and if that friendship or that relationship ends because those boundaries kept getting crossed, then there's a natural set of closure. In that or that closure naturally happens because then you have the conversation of this boundary kept getting crossed. And we've talked about this over and over. And this is why this situation, this relationship, this circumstance has to end for me. So that's a natural, I feel like a natural closure, but when as someone who doesn't or didn't have healthy boundaries, having that conversation or receiving, having or receiving that conversation was always imperative because maybe it's my selfishness. I always felt like everyone should know what they did or do wrong and that they want to know, not should know, I always feel like people want to know what they did or didn't do right or wrong um, so maybe that's my selfishness strictly because I want to know and I'm seeing I'm learning and seeing the beauty of boundaries and as I have to go into a conversation about boundaries with someone I am prepared that if it does that that conversation or that relationship wasn't meant for me to have or that it ran its course, and that is okay because sometimes we have to let things go to make room for bigger and better things that God has for us. And we have to allot him room and time to put those things in place or put those people in place. Some people are—so there's there's two—I'll say this in two different ways— Some people are in your life for a reason. Some people are in your life for a season. Some people are in your life just to give you a lesson. And then you have some people that are in your life for life. Or another way that I usually illustrate relationships or people is in the form of a tree. Some people are like leaves. They come and they go wherever the wind blows them. That that doesn't mean that they're bad people. That just means that they come and go, and that they're they may not be reliable for you, but they were there. And then some people are like branches, where they're a little bit more stable, right? They can they can handle. The way the winds blew, they can handle some tough, some surface-level tough situations, but they break sometimes, and they they serve their purpose for that season, you know? But then you have the some people that are like the root of the tree. They are ten toes down. They're dug deep, deep, and no matter what life throws, they're gonna be there. And there's very few people that that are like the root. And you want to hold on to those roots. And um each and another thing to remember is that a leaf Someone that may have been a leaf in your life can be a root or a branch in someone else's life. And someone that was a branch in your life can be a leaf or a root in someone else's life. And someone that was a root in your life can be a branch or a leaf in someone else's life. Not... not everything is or not everyone is for everybody and I'm learning that and we also have to remember that we are not always roots ourselves sometimes we're somebody's leaf sometimes we're somebody's branch we can't we have to give ourselves grace to realize that we cannot be everybody's root and that is okay I know for sure that there's some people that I am not their root. I'm just not, and I'm okay. And we also have to—I think it's a beautiful thing when we can realize when what space we play in, in someone's life or that we are capable of playing in someone's or occupying in someone's life that we can't be forced to be something that we're, that we're not capable of being for them or we're not, we're not forced to occupy a space, the capability to occupy. And I think that will save us as individuals so much time, hurt and pain, but that would also save that other person so much hurt, time and pain. And sometimes we can grow into being that for someone else, and sometimes we just can't, and it is okay. I think, not I think, I know we need to give people a lot more grace. We need to give ourselves a lot more grace. And not just, grace isn't just free passes to do whatever you want with no consequences. Grace is. Allowing is giving people forgiveness, giving people space to make mistakes without condemnation. Grace is the opportunity that if warranted to have a conversation with someone about something and to respectfully and lovingly correct someone and or ourselves and receive corrections, in a way that, like, and receive that and or not be offended or defensive. I mean, what I've learned from just this conversation is that boundaries are a necessity for everyone. That closure, that no response, no conversation is all maybe all the closure that you need. And that that there's a time and a space for everything. So with all that being said, if I don't leave you with anything else, I want to leave you with this. You are loved. You are important. You matter. Your story matters. Your experience matters. You are not alone. There's always someone else that has experienced or is experiencing something that you are going through or have went through and they're trying to learn and figure figure it out as they go, no matter what it is that is in your closet, good or bad, you are so much more than what's in your closet. You're so much more and If no one else has told you, I'm going to tell you I love you. I'm here for you. Thank you for coming into my closet for just a little bit and talking with me. I'm so glad we had this conversation.